And praise God, because we are in Christ. We are looking at a passage here that really helps us understand what does that mean to be in Christ. This is God's powerful and inerrant word. And he himself, this is Ephesians chapter 4, I'm sorry, uh, verses 11 through 16. We'll be mostly looking at verse 16 today. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of of Christ, so that we should no longer be children, tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men, in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting, but speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ, from whom the whole body joined and knit together by whatever joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. And Father, we come before you and uh, we praise you that we do have your precious word. And we do pray that we'd be open uh, to the guidance of your Holy Spirit, that we might understand it and apply it. And we do praise you that we are in you together. And we rejoice in that truth. And we thank you for your precious word in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, the previous meditation, that was two weeks ago, I believe, uh, we focused a little bit on verse 15. And as the members of the body... We saw there, speak the truth in love to one another, especially as we speak the truth, meaning the word of God into each other's uh, lives, we grow. We grow together uh, because God is gracious to us. He puts us together that we might grow together. And we mature together, in fact, as a body in the Lord Jesus. Verse 15 says, speaking the truth in love, it says that we will, may we, or we may grow up in all things into him who is the head, in other words, into Christ. We are growing up into him from whom the whole body grows. Now, the physical body is used often uh, as an illustration. It's used here by the Apostle Paul and and other scriptures to tell us that, in part, no one part of the body can be alive, can be spiritually alive, and be growing without the head, of course, without being united with our Lord Jesus Christ. And our Lord Jesus is the one we are to grow up to be like together, as we're growing together. Romans 8 says that all whom God foreknew, he predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. And again, praise God, he's conforming us together here in this body as we interact with each other, as we share our gifts. And when we are made alive by the Lord Jesus Christ and regenerated by the power of his Holy Spirit, and made a part of his body. This passage also teaches us that no one really can function properly or function well uh, without others in his body, without the others in his body that he's put around you. Now, maybe to stretch the illustration a little too far, body parts cannot survive alone. And we have doctors here who tell you all about that, I suppose, and uh, EMTs and other medical people, but body parts cannot survive alone. They don't serve in isolation, really. Body parts don't do well if isolated from the other parts, especially, of course, from the head. 
And verse 16 begins, it says, uh, it tells us that from Jesus, it says, the whole body is joined and knit together by what every joint supplies. Okay, so we are all knit together. In fact, we fit intricately together in, in ways that we don't even comprehend, probably. But God is working that out. And so our Lord Jesus is the one who causes us all to work together, to be able to do that, to fit together, uh, to first of all be together. Uh, in his body, uh, to be uh, one body, and then uh, to grow together to be like him. As the head of the body, we are to follow him with all our hearts, follow hard after him, in fact, and to be nourished by him uh, together as we take part, as we will take part in this table, which we see each week. He nourishes us. It's, It's something we do together when we come to the table. This is the means of grace he has graciously given us. And we are to follow his guidance together also with one heart and one mind, doing as he directs as the head of the body, as we are each placed in the body to serve in a particular way. And it's necessary for us to do so. Verse 16 goes on and says that this is according to the effective working by which every part does its share. It uses the word effective there. The effective working by the grace of God which every, when every part is doing its share. Our Lord Jesus is the one who enables each of us to do our share by his spirit uh, because he's given us gifts to serve the other parts of the body uh, around us. And he guides us to do that, what he knows is needed in the body. We may not even see how that all works out, but he is guiding all that. He is fitting that all together, uh, that it might be a healthy body and a strong body and uh, a battle-ready body. We work effectively, as every part does its share. It does, in fact, what it uh, can do, what it is meant and called to do, and what it loves to do, what each of you love to do. If all those parts connected to the head are working together in their love for the Lord and and for each other, uh, each part then enables the whole body in some maybe small, uh, not-so-noticed way or sometimes in a larger way, more obvious. But in any case, the, the goal is for edification, for the growth of the body of Christ. 1 Corinthians 12 said, God has set the members, each one of them, in the body just as he pleased. Just as he pleased. All by his sovereign design. You are set there, you're set here, just as he pleased. Well, finally here we see that our Lord Jesus is the one who causes the growth of the body, of his church. And the result of our loving head nourishing us and guiding us is that he causes, the, it says, the growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. The edifying of itself in love. Our Lord Jesus does this, first of all, by his amazing grace, by his sacrificial love for us. And then, because of that, we can love each other and we can love uh, him even more together because he first loved us. And so as we come to this table, brothers and sisters in Christ, we come uh, to be strengthened by his grace and to receive grace also. And may we rejoice in our Lord Jesus as we do come to the table uh, who has made us a part of this communion together. He has made us so by his costly redemption. May we remember that also when we come to the table. 
which then, as we remember that, gives us joy, uh, the joy of working together in love that uh, his church, this church, this particular church will be growing toward maturity, edifying itself in love, and then this body will be able to serve and to function as a unified body on this earth, the, the whole church, this church, and here in this body for his glory. Let's pray. Oh Lord, we do give you all glory and we give you all praise that you have loved us with an everlasting love and you've included us in your body. What, what a joy, what a grace to be a part of your body together with many others, with those called to be your church, your people, and that we have in you a purpose and a hope together. We are blessed, Lord God, to be able to work with the other members of your body, our family, and have a part in the edification of your church. Oh, Lord, what a wonderful means you have given to your church to grow and to mature, and that you can use us, even as weak as we are, to help strengthen your church by your grace, as each one does its part, his or her own part. And we ask, Lord, that we would now come in unity and the joy of the Holy Spirit to this table to be nourished and to be built up For we ask it in the name of our Savior and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.